Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, we got another NFL game in jeopardy. Welcome in. Second hour of the program. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk will try to sort out all of this information, confusion going on this weekend in the NFL. Robert Ory, seven NBA titles. He'll join us coming up a little bit later on. Game five, Lakers heat, busy college football weekend. Bears beat the Buccaneers 20 to 19. Dodgers sweep the Padres. Astros, Braves advance. By the way, nobody has talked about the Braves at all. And that pitching staff has shut down both of their opponents so far in the postseason. Now you can say, well, it's the Reds and Marlins, but they still have had great pitching here in the postseason. Yankees and Rays, it'll come down to a game five. Phone calls always welcome, tweets and emails as well. We say good morning to Peacock. That's where you can find the show on TV. And also our great radio affiliates, numbering now 375, soon to be 376 next week. When we add Juno, Alaska, I've already received some, uh, you know, some uh, congratulations, some well wishes from people saying you finally got into Juno, Alaska. I said, yeah, it's taken a long time, but we finally got there. Yeah, Paul. They got that great uh, school there. University of Alaska Southeast. You love their basketball. Yes, program. I do. Follow them. Yep. Yep. The fighting. Uh, yeah. Salmon. Something like that. It's been a long, strange trip for the uh, players on the Miami Heat and L.A. Lakers, not to mention all the media members and league and team employees and everybody who's made the NBA bubble possible. But it could all come to an end tonight. You've had some players, some media members who have been in there for over 100 days. And it's hard to put into perspective what the league pulled off. There's a lot going on in the country, in the world, and people have strong opinions on LeBron and the NBA in general. And I have a feeling that someday we're going to look back on this season in the NBA and realize just how special this was, that this was pulled off. These players have been in Orlando for over three months now. The mental fatigue has got to be enormous, but it looks like they're going to pull it off and you can talk about an asterisk all you want. None of that's going to take away from the magnitude of what the league achieved. And if it's the Lakers winning a title as well, because I think this is a more monumental task if uh, the Lakers and LeBron win this, than any other title that's been won in the NBA. This program brought to you by our friends on Meat Friday, Traeger Grills. You don't miss the stadium when you can have your own home-gating setup with the Traeger Wood uh, Pellet Grill. We've got uh, a full menu, a Friday menu, spinach and uh, artichoke dip, buffalo chicken, baked chorizo, smoked crab, and s'mores, all dips today on the uh, Traeger Grill. Learn how you can make these recipes and all the recipes available. TraegerGrills.com slash DP show today. Here's the news from Adam Schefter. 
a presumptive positive player test today. And as a result, all the Jets players and coaches were sent home per source. They have a game against the Cardinals. Fritzy reached out to the Cardinals, and what did you uh, get in response from the Cardinals? The media relations department says they have not just yet left, so they don't know what the status is of this game, but they have not left Arizona. Just okay. Yeah, if they're sending everybody home now, I don't know how you have a quick turnaround. And it, I got to ask Mike Florio about this, because I, I do have a source that I've asked the question to, but I haven't gotten an answer. What if they just hit the pause button with the NFL for two weeks and just said to everybody here, let's everybody get on the same page as we move forward. If we have an outbreak where a team cannot play, we will have forfeits. But you have to get everybody's attention here because now you've got a game, a standalone game on Tuesday, a couple of Monday night games, and you're not going to have a Thursday night game. It looks like with the Chiefs and the Bills. So you're you're really stretching the limits here of what you can do every week, you know, week to week. And we're asking these players and these teams to get ready. Like Tennessee, those players were told not to get together. There's no informal workouts. Do not do it. And they still did it. And, you know, as a result, the franchise is going to get punished by, you know, the NFL. And rightfully so. But if you're a player, you have to, you understand. Like, you have to be a little sympathetic to say, I don't know, we got a game. When do we have a game? I got to prepare for a game. It's not like they can go, hey, we didn't get to go to the facility. We didn't get to work out. We didn't get to get, you know, get together. And now let's go out and play the Buffalo Bills, who, oh, by the way, are undefeated. You know, but that's that's the situation we have right now. And it just feels like it takes one or two here, one or two here. Then all of a sudden, everybody is going to be in shutdown mode, panic mode. And then you have to, you know, be cautious. Yeah, Paul. I wonder, though, if the NFL is looking at this the opposite way, and you know they definitely don't want to delay things or change the schedule. They've shown that. They may look at the upside of some of this unintentionally, that a Tuesday night football game or a double Monday, doubleheader on Monday night. They're getting a lot more national games just in the past. Not a lot, but they're adding national games by the week. Yeah, but you're and taking it, away Thursday night football now. Yeah. They, so, And you're not being fair to the players. Not at all, which is the last concern. Because Buffalo shouldn't be punished, penalized. Pittsburgh shouldn't be punished, penalized. The Cardinals, you know, they don't know if they're going to play the game. They're, they're going to be, I'm guessing, taking off on Saturday morning. I don't know, maybe today. I, I don't know what the schedule is. I think they're trying to cut down on the amount of time that you actually go into another city. I don't know if we get to hotel bubbles with these teams. But if the Jets can't play this weekend, or now are we moving the Jets game to Tuesday? We're going to have two on Tuesday, two on Monday. Which, look, I'm fine in spreading this out, but it's not sustainable, and it's not fair to the players. But that's the latest, and uh, we'll keep an eye on that, with Adam Schefter saying that all of the uh, Jets players and coaches were told that they can go home. Yeah, Paul. And if the Jets can't practice, they're really going to look bad on the field on Sunday. Oh, wow. Ah, snap. Snap. Uh, here's the latest on the Titans. All players testing negative. Uh, now, those are the ones who didn't test positive. So all the other players didn't test negative. Titans still trying to get into their facility by Saturday afternoon. The Patriots, uh, all of their overnight tests came back negative, And it appears their protocols have worked. The game is back on track for Monday night versus Denver. Is Cam Newton playing in this game? Is Stephon Gilmore playing in this game? I have no idea, and it's Friday morning. <sighs> All right. Now to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Tom forgot it was fourth down, whether he wants to admit it or not. Uh, that didn't stop his coach, Bruce Arians, from saying that Tom did know it was fourth down. But, you know, this good game should not have come down to that. It, it felt like Tampa was fine kicking field goals here. And... Nick Foles, who will join us in an hour from now, somehow, you know, they, they allowed him to stay in this contest and he didn't look good in the first half, but in the second half, he came through with another win. Since the start of the 2017 season, Tom Brady's teams have lost five games in which they led in the fourth quarter. That includes the postseason. The quarterbacks who engineered the comebacks against Brady, not exactly Hall of Famers here. You have Alex Smith, Nick Foles, Ryan Tannehill, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's the list. 
And Nick Foles, you can add him to the list again. He had the uh, when he he joined the list with Philadelphia, with the Eagles, uh, when winning the Super Bowl, and of course last night with the Chicago Bears. Back to Brady. Uh, Brady was asked about uh, did he know what down it was after the game. We just uh, you're up against the clock and you're up against the the uh, you know I knew we had to gain a chunk, so I should have been thinking more first down instead of chunk on that down. Why, why doesn't he just say, I thought it was fourth down. I mean, hey, I made a mistake. I thought it was fourth down. You know what? I, I was getting ready to spike it, didn't spike it. Uh, you know, he's talking about trying to get more yardage than just get the first down yardage. And that was the big mistake. Here's Bruce Arians, the Buccaneers head coach on, did your quarterback know what down it was? Bruce, at the end of the game there, that last drive, it, it looked like Tom might have been confused with what down it was. Did he not know it was fourth down? Yeah, he knew. He knew. <laughs> he didn't. Because he, he says, four, he puts up four fingers and says fourth down, and then he's talking to the official. That doesn't sound like somebody who says, hey, it's our last chance here. All right, we got to get a first down here. Wait. I mean, Tom, Tom could have held up five fingers and say, can I get a fifth down here? Like, that would have made more sense than going four, four? Yeah, see. Man, I can't believe that was fourth down. That's what he's doing. I can't believe that was fourth down. Yeah. Game's over now. Dang. He didn't know it was fourth down. Fourth down. Because of the pass that he threw is not what you're going to throw on fourth down in that situation. But Bruce Arians somehow. (laughs) Yeah, he knew. Yes, Todd. Do the Bucks now need to do what baseball does with their infielders? They'll let you know how many outs there are when they put up the one or the two outs just to make sure everybody's on the same page. I still, I, when I watch a baseball game with major leaguers, and then, you know, we, we were taught this in Little League. We got two down, two down. You know, I played shortstop, so you turn around in the outfield. It's because we were looking for something to do because the game is so damn boring. And you're like, all right, uh, two, two down there, two down, come on. And then you'll see that, you know, major leaguers, be, they'll be doing that. Remember when Larry Walker caught a ball, and it might have been in, I don't know if it was in Colorado or Montreal, but he threw the ball into the uh, stands. He thought it was the third out. Someone tagged up from third and scored. <laughs> and then he's asking the fan to give him the ball back. Uh, Larry Walker. McLevin, what's the poll question we're going with? Where, uh, where are the uh, L.A. fans today? Okay, if you're an L.A. fan, do you want the Dodgers or the Lakers to win? 84% Dodgers. Okay. Why is that? Well, it's been a while. And you have to go back quite some time here. And they've had their their opportunities. But, man, when you see the importance of the Dodgers versus the Yankees, and I'm not rooting. If I was rooting for a storyline, I'd root for the Dodgers versus the Astros. But, I, you know, I'm not an executive with a TV network. I'm not, you know, on Fox. The 1978 Yankees-Dodgers series remains the most watched fall classic in history. Any idea what kind of number this put up on NBC? Back in 1978, 44 million people, that's a 32.8 rating, watched that World Series. I don't know what second is on that list. I don't know if it's like the the Reds and Red Sox, probably not. No, but that's where you get East Coast, West Coast, New York, LA, and you're going to get big numbers there. But back then, you know, we didn't. We, we had three channels, I think. Or did we have cable? What year was this? That was 78. Cable's so. about 81 is when cable started making an impact. 80, 81. Because I remember having that cable box that was, you could just slide it up and down with the numbers on it. And it was, it was a, an incredible invention for me. That, that was when I was living at the University of Dayton off campus and we had to decide did we want cable or heat. And we went for, we opted for cable. We thought that that was more important. So we would get in our sleeping bags. And then in the, uh, the, the living room, we would you know, be there in our sleeping bags and watch TV. What'd the girls think of that? They loved, well, hey, if you want to come over and watch TV, you got to get in the sleeping bag. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm not that stupid. I might not look good, but uh, I was smart back then. I was sort of cum laude. Yes, Todd. What's the big promo for the big Rays Braves World Series if it came to that? You have no idea, Todd. I was going to do it, and then now I can't do it. Yes, you can. 
Hey, get to know the Rays and the Braves coming up Friday afternoon right here on TBS. Hey, we have no freaking idea who these players are, but somebody's got to win. Tune in Friday on WTBS. Yes, Todd. You got Dick Vitale involved. You got to reach out to us. Got to do something. Bring Glavitt and Maddox and Smoltz. Someone's got to make that something. I don't think that's going to juice it up. Who's going to finally get a run off the Braves pitch? Yeah, no, that's not going to. That's not. I don't think it's going to come to Thank you, Todd. I'd rather watch the Yankees and the Dodgers watching that World (laughs) Series. (laughs) Hey, Stanton, what do you think of the game? Giancarlo. (laughs) Uh, Let me get a couple of phone calls in here. Nelson in Michigan. Hi, Nelson. What's on your mind today? ADP. Hey. 5'8", soft, soft. Buck 60. Soft. So soft. soft. Quarantine soft. I just wanted to wish you a welcome to Lansing, man. It's good to have you. Oh, no, I mentioned that the other day. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I gave a shout-out to Lansing, Michigan. And let me see. I got, I got East Lansing, West Lansing, North Lansing, South Lansing. I had, I had all that information there. That uh, I was talking about Knoxville. And Nashville, let me see, what else do I have here? Here's the new affiliate. So I got this. It says, hey, big week. This is one of the executives. Hey, big week. New affiliates here. Fox Sports, Fox Sports 101.9 FM and 105.3 in Jackson, Michigan. That's Lansing. The Ticket, 92.1 FM, 1230 AM, Nashville, where rock lives. The Ticket, 92.7 and 1490 AM, Knoxville, Tennessee. The Fan, 101.1 FM and 1450 AM, Pensacola, Florida. How about that? Giving my shout out. And I can't wait for Monday, Juneau, Alaska. Right, Todd? It's fabulous. Juno, why don't you come up with... We should a, all be wearing like heavy coats Monday. Why don't we come up with a segment with just facts about Juno, Alaska, and then it'll be Juno, Juno. I like that. All right. Thank you, Todd. I think we came up with that yesterday. Did, you, did you know? I think I've seen that yes, somewhere before. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, Paul. But Juno's in the southernmost part of, of Alaska, so it's probably nice and balmy down there. Um, they probably aren't. It's not Fairbanks. And we're big in Fairbanks, by the way. If I build off the grid, I'm building off the grid in Juneau, Alaska. McLovin took a romantic trip there. Whoa, let's can't bring this up again. I've been hiding that story from my wife all week. That's the lead story on Monday. No matter what happens in the NFL, what happened on your romantic getaway? Who goes to Juneau, Alaska? Well, I did this huge trip all over Alaska, Denali Park. It was great. But have you guys ever done that where you planned a vacation and then broke up with somebody and had the tickets? <laughs> I never had somebody to break up with. Yeah. I could plan a trip, but I didn't have somebody to break up with. I was hoping to get somebody to go on a trip with me. And even using that, enticing them. Hey, thinking about going to Niagara Falls. You in? Yes, yeah, I don't know that I was ever even in a relationship long enough to plan a, <laughs> a vacation together. Uh, you feel like, oh, uh. <laughs> Todd, no. Definitely not. You cannot say that on the air. Absolutely not. Don't even do it. Don't say it to me. Don't send it to me. <laughs> it's clever, though. Yes, Paulie. I've taken trips where I left with a girlfriend and ended up without a girlfriend at the end of the trip. Really? Oh, yeah. I went, I went to, well, I'm not going to do it, but I went to out of vacation once at the end of the, we were done by Thursday. I think we left on a Monday and my Thursday was over, Johnny. You know, it, and, and when you're with each other all the time, that is the ultimate tent. Like, people should do that. Like, go seven days together somewhere in a car and then see if you still want to get married when you're done with that. Yes, yeah, Preferably where you don't know the language. Because that's like, that's an even bigger test of like, all right, can we figure this out together? You know? <laughs> Yes, Todd. We're having a problem now just staying home. I got my sons in Syracuse. <laughs> my daughter's at school a couple of days a week, or she's a dancer. She's running around doing her thing. So now I'm just left with my wife, or she's left with me, and she's heard all my bad jokes, and there's really not much left to what do you? Do. What do you talk to your wife about? I'm sitting on the couch watching sporting events, and she's preparing for lessons for her first graders. And but like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm napping, and I'm on my phone sending you guys annoying long text messages about guest ideas. That's pretty much my life. I would be fascinated to be around that, just to just to see 
lines of communication. Watching afternoon baseball and texting you guys, <laughs> trying to think of something clever to say. And she's very busy and not good. But what happens when there's no afternoon baseball? It's extremely awkward. Yeah. I go for a walk. <laughs> I do invite her to go for a walk with me. She's like, yeah, I'll sit this one out. It's a little chilly. I know what that means. It's where you go for a walk, and then she goes, uh, you keep walking. I'm going to turn, turn, turn around. I'm banging on the door. Why'd you lock the door? I'm, I told you I was coming right back. I wasn't bringing my key. Yes, McLovin. Sorry, I have to get the story in because it's Friday. One of my best friends, three weeks into a relationship, go down to Mexico, staying in a hut, severe food poisoning. You can imagine what happened. Yeah. That is the biggest risk. That's the ultimate. Didn't, he had to marry her, and he did, and it worked out great. Didn't Ricky Fowler do this? That he went to, I think, Mexico on his vaca- or his honeymoon, and uh, he it didn't go well for him as far as, you know what I mean? But he, I mean, he's still married, but that's one of those where, like, how awkward is that? Plus, you know, the way they have these rooms now, you know, there's, sometimes they'll have a bathroom and there's no door on Ooh. it. Yeah. <laughs> I just Googled Ricky Fowler's honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where, where did he go? Is it in Mexico? Went to a uh, pharmacy. Yeah, Mexico. <laughs> a private island in Mexico, so there was nowhere for him to go. <laughs> Uh, maybe it wasn't so private for uh, his wife there. Uh, excuse me, honey. Take a break here. Mike Florio is going to join us. Uh, the Jets have been sent home, and they have a game hanging in the balance here with the Cardinals. We'll talk to Florio about this. What kind of contingency plans? Would the NFL pause the season to have everybody get on the same page? Is that fair to everybody else in the NFL? We're uh, back with that. Uh, Nick Foles, top of the hour, and Robert Oring, the uh, well-decorated NBA player, seven titles, will join us as well. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. I don't know if I've done a stat of the day, but whenever I see that we're going to talk about ZipRecruiter, I get my stat of the day. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the very first day. So add ZipRecruiter to your roster to help you win the hiring game. And when it comes to getting a great hire for your business, you're up against some obstacles. Lots of applicants, difficulty, difficulty finding the right one for the job, and then you're trying to run a business, plus you're trying to ensure workplace safety. That's why you need ZipRecruiter. They take care of everything, no matter the industry, healthcare, manufacturing, business services. ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And now try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites. Then ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology hustles for you. They find the right people, right experience, and invite them to apply. You can try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. ZipRecruiter. And remember... It's the smartest way to hire. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much more to get you can get unique stickers you could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes there's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with i was always a uh, battleship guy you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... 
It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Light. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. It's a Friday. The audience is trying to turn on me. Hey, you criticized LeBron walking off the floor. You're going to criticize Tom Brady? Yeah, I did. I said, at least, oh, COVID. He can't go out there and shake hands, give a bro. How about you just acknowledge him? 30 other players were out there hugging. I'm not asking for that. Just acknowledge Nick Foles, okay? It's not the Super Bowl. I get it. It's chaos there on the field. You, you know, you didn't congratulate him after the Super Bowl win against the uh, Patriots. But, you know, just acknowledge Nick Foles. You're the greatest of all time. It's the same thing with LeBron. Wait till the game ends, and then you can walk off the floor. You can be upset. All right. You're making a statement by walking off the floor with whatever, 10 seconds to go. Tom running off the field with 20 seconds to go. I don't know. Just didn't like the look of it. Always like looking up and seeing that Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk Live is joining us here. Busy morning here, Mike. Now, you guys broke the story on Pro Football Talk Live that the Jets have been sent home, players and coaches, and the Cardinals aren't sure what's going on and when they fly in. So how long does the NFL wait to make a decision, or are we looking at another Tuesday night game? Well, here's what's going on, Dan. They're retesting the player who tested positive. It's a presumptive positive. It could be a false positive, which is odd because I don't remember the NBA or the NHL having any false positives whatsoever, but they are retesting the player. They sent the players and coaches home out of an abundance of caution. They'll know more later in the day. Basically, you get the sample, you send it to the lab for the test, you wait for the result. Once the sample gets there, it doesn't take all that long to turn it around then they'll know what they're going to do. But until then, they're losing a workday. Friday's not the most important workday of the week, but they're still losing a workday in advance of their game against the Arizona Cardinals. So I, I don't know what happens at this point. If it comes back as a confirmed positive, that obviously complicates things. If it's a negative, then they move forward, presumably on Sunday, although I don't know, maybe we're going for a triple header on Monday, the way things have been going lately. And then the Patriots... You know, I just asked McLovin, is Cam Newton playing in this game against Denver? Is Stephon Gilmore playing? Here we are Friday, and have they been given clearance? What you need to have if you're asymptomatic, five days and two negative tests at least 24 hours apart. They believe Cam Newton will be able to play on Monday night when they face the Broncos. Now, Stephon Gilmore tested positive on Tuesday, so the timeline for him is tighter. You're talking about a six-day window if he's asymptomatic and if the virus clears his body to the point where he can have two negative tests. But, you know, Dan, what this Patriots situation underscores. And I saw the reporting today and it's every morning between 730 and eight o'clock Eastern. It's like the Clarence Beaks crop report. And you'll see 10 different <laughs> reporters all reporting based on the same unnamed source, whether there's negatives or positives. Just because the Patriots are all negative today doesn't mean they're out of the woods because of the incubation period. That's the one thing that keeps getting lost in this. Someone could have been exposed to the virus based on contact with Stefan Gilmore 
on Monday night in Kansas City in that cramped locker room that they have there, on the flight home where they had the two planes, the guys who did have close contact with Cam Newton and those who didn't, and Gilmore was on the plane with the guys who did. And then you've got an incubation period that could hit tomorrow, Sunday, Monday with another positive. So every day that the news comes back clean, that isn't time to exhale. It's just exhale for now until tomorrow when we get the next round of tests. Is there a contingency plan on pausing the season where maybe well, a two week or three week window and, and, and maybe bubbleizing these teams in hotels? I, I don't know how drastic, how strict the NFL can or would get. I, I think that those two options don't have to happen together. You don't have to pause the season if you're going to have home market bubbles, which I've been saying for well over a week now they need to do. I mean, what's happened is the NFL basically has had the bullet graze its ear and they've decided to keep going full speed ahead. They got lucky with the Titans, although I don't know that I would call it lucky if they don't play their game this week and they will have missed two games because the makeup of Bills at Titans is going to be a lot harder to pull off than Steelers at Titans. But at some point, they've just got to hit that button and say, we are putting everyone in a hotel. You know, the NFL's attitude is basically we're going to have people who test positive. If you follow our protocols, it won't spread, which I don't really buy. And I'm told that when they had a conference call on Monday, Dr. Sills, the chief medical officer, was pushing the idea that the NFL's approach is actually better than what a home market bubble would be or a regional bubble would be. And people just aren't buying that. It's not better. You can't just accept, oh, well, we're going to send 170 people home from every team every night, coaches, players, essential personnel. They each have their own story as to what they do, where they go, who they interact with. And we just say, well, you know, some of them are going to be positive from time to time. We'll just deal with it. It's better to put everybody in a hotel, lock it down, get everyone sign on for it. If they're going to opt out, give them another chance to opt out. That's what they should do. And I feel like they're eventually going to do it. They're just going to wait a little bit longer until there's an incident worse than what we've seen in Tennessee. And there's been this talk, and you know, my source said that you know, he, when he listens to the show, he goes, people keep saying, well, just move uh, the season back a couple of weeks. And he just says, remind people that not everybody has missed games. So Tennessee, if they miss two games, let's say, then I do I have an extra two weeks before I start the playoffs just to accommodate the Tennessee Titans? At what point does the NFL say to a team, you're going to forfeit a game? Well, you've, you've raised two very good points there. Let me address the scheduling realities first. I was on with Chris Mad Dog Russo earlier this week, and he had an idea that pissed me off because it's one of those things I wish I'd thought of it. Instead of just tacking a week of games onto the end of the season and then having the teams that are in the first round by, there's only two this year, one in each conference, go three weeks between games, you just take week 17 as is, make it week 18, play the makeup games week 17, however many there need to be. Now, some teams may need more than one, which would be a problem, but always make the last weekend of the regular season whatever your week 17 currently is, that crescendo that we love every year where everyone plays on the same day and all the playoffs are determined and then no one goes three weeks between games on the back end. I like that. As to forfeits, here's the problem. Two problems for the NFL. One, if you start forfeiting games, you have to start cutting checks back to the networks. They're not going to pay for games. They're not going to pay to come on and say, (laughs) the Bills have beaten the Titans two to nothing. All right. Secondly, because that's in the rule book. If there's a forfeit, final score, 2 nothing. Second thing, the players have agreed not to be paid for games that are suspended or canceled. They haven't agreed to not be paid for games that are forfeited. That creates an issue between the league and the union. Because if you forfeit a game, well, if this game between the Bills and Titans gets forfeited because the Titans have just been a mess over the past two weeks, the Bills players, do you deprive them of their game check? Why should, why should they not get paid? They're ready to go. And I, they I think they, the should get, they should get the Titans paycheck. The Titans should pay, this, the Titans should pay the Bills yeah. payroll that week. That's part of the, <laughs> that should be part of the penalty if that ever happens. When you saw Brady put up four fingers last night. What what, wasn't he referring to the fact that Patrick Mahomes was the fourth oh. player on the NFL's <laughs> top 100 list? Is that, maybe that's what it was. Um, look, hey, it's... When when your two biggest selling points are your brains and your experience, and you have the Brian Hoyer moment, it's a perfect bookend 
Brian Hoyer thinks he's got a timeout. He does the Chris Weber thing on Monday night, and then you turn around and Tom Brady thinks he still has another down, which means he wouldn't have thrown the ball down the field on what was fourth and five, unless he was trying to pull a Jedi mind trick on the officials, which would have been awesome if that's what he was trying to do. Now, I don't remember, was it Missouri? Colorado. Colorado, the fifth down game, right? If he was trying to pull that off, great. But based on the way everybody talked about it after the game, uh, no, Tom just forgot it was fourth down, which is stunning for any starting quarterback, but especially stunning for well, him. Well, what was more surprising, that Brady didn't know it was fourth down or Bruce Arians after the game said, yes, Tom knew it was fourth down? Well, I think Bruce learned after calling Brady out repeatedly after the week one game that you really don't want to do that with Tom Brady. And so he was just throwing him a little lifeline there. Surely he knew uh, that, well, no, he didn't know. And Arians knows he didn't know, but there's nothing to be gained by throwing Tom Brady under the bus. I mean, the reality is, yeah, that was the final moment that, that things fell apart. But my God, if the Buccaneers could have at least blocked a little bit last night, it never would have come to that. Fewer flags the first month. Uh, last night was you know, didn't follow the uh, company line, uh, party line. But is this a directive? Do you think from the NFL to the officials of let's let's be a little looser here and and you know not be the story? Oh yeah, and that's what Walt Anderson, the new supervisor of officials, told NFL media week two. He didn't put it in those terms, but he said the focal point is clear and obvious violations, which means. There's going to be some stuff you can get away with. Now, then the coaches adjust to the things you can get away with. Last night, some of the holding fouls looked like the, the fouls that would be called if you're not looking for clear and obvious. So, you know, it's always a moving target. Peter King made that point today on PFT Live, that the officiating changes every year. And it's unfortunate. It should always be the same standard. But the end result has been you get some of these college-style, exciting 35-32, 41-38 games. I like that. Now, last night's game was exciting 20-19, but it didn't have the offense that we've gotten accustomed to. And so I, it, it's always going to adjust. It's always going to adapt. And there's always going to be a directive to the officials as to how the league wants games officiated that's just part of the sport thank you mike have a great weekend thanks dan see you pal that's mike florio pro football talk live co-host and uh, they broke the news that the jets have gone home because uh, they presumptive positive test with one of their players who they're going to retest i was always fascinated that there are certain officials you know given the sport that they like to interpret the game and that's how they call the game the fact that baseball for decades a century has allowed their umpires to have their own strike zone. I'm like, why? Yeah, see. I thought that was the human element that we loved so much as part of the game. I don't like that human element. That was like the, well, you're taking the human element out of the game. Yeah, it's like each dude has his own rules. I would think that there should be a uniformed strike zone, but... You would hear, oh, you know, he likes the high strike. He's going to give you that high strike there. Uh, he's not going to give you the corners here. Are you going to be pitching on the black? You're not going to get those. Co- I'm like, how does that happen? Are there NFL officials who are, they like to interpret the game? Like they want to have a little bit of freedom. You know, that, that There's certain officials who are going to call holding and certain officials who aren't. Certain officials who will call pass interference more readily than other ones. But that whole, hey, we like to let the umpires or officials have some freedom there to interpret the game. How about just call the game? I don't need you to have your personality involved in the game. Jeff in Detroit, back on the program. Good morning, Jeff. Oh, what up, though, Dan? Happy Meat Friday to you and the fellas. Uh, first of all, it's a Meat Friday, so 12-15 podcast with the Breakfast Club, Backroom Boys. Can't wait. Seton, your performance, your uh, appearance on there last week, man, was really, really good. I didn't even get out the car until it was all over with. Really good uh, appearance, brother. Uh, listen, you were wrong, Dan. Oh. You said that Malcolm Butler had one of the most important uh, fourth quarter uh, 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 things in the, in the NFL. I'm going to tell you like this. Matt Patricia was asked about his fourth quarter blunders having to do something with his coaching, and he replied, I think I have one of the biggest fourth quarter plays in NFL history. I do. So remember, Dan, there's no INT, but there sure is an A. If I called you, <laughs> if I called you five weeks ago and told you Chicago's 4 1, 
or Houston is on for, which one would you find harder to believe? Wait, run that by me again. If I called you five weeks, you know, if, if I'm come calling you from the future, oh, which one is harder to believe that Chicago is four and one or Houston is on four? I'm going to go Houston's 0-4 because they had a pretty tough schedule there. You know, Chicago being 4-1, they've sort of, you know, slopped their way through it. And they're probably a 2-3 and three team instead of a 4-1. and one. But you know, Matt Patricia was the defensive coordinator for the Patriots when Malcolm Butler had the greatest defensive play. The greatest play in Super Bowl history. Yes, Paul. But if you remember, we had Malcolm Butler on, I think, two days after that Super Bowl. And he told us that Belichick's the one who told him to do it. He said that during the practice that week, they ran a simulated play like that, a pick play at the goal line. Wednesday practice. Yeah, and Belichick said to him, he goes, when you see them drop back, he goes, sprint towards the quarterback. He goes, don't lollygag, go. And he said that Belichick told him it. Yeah. They actually have video of that practice. Yes. I mean, it's fascinating that he, Belichick thinks of everything. And here he is saying, when you see that, you run right to the ball. And Butler goes right to the ball. I'm right behind. I'm right by the goalpost because the game is going to end. I think Seattle's going to win the Super Bowl and I'm going to hand out the trophy. I watch it and I don't know if he, like, I just think he knocked the ball down. And then I realized he somehow came up with the football there. And that, I didn't get to see it until after I was off the air handing out the trophy. And I went, oh my God, it's even greater than I thought. Yeah, see. And Pete Carroll you know, after the game was talking about why they didn't hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. And he said that play had been their most successful, like goal line play. It was that quick slant touchdown that they had run it, you know, five times that year. And and it was successful four out of the five times, something like that. So Belichick clearly had the tape on it. He knew exactly what they were going to do. And the only thing I thought was if I, I can still have the option of Russell Wilson running or Russell passing, but if you let him roll out, then he can throw the ball away. Because when you throw it over the middle and, and everybody is there, it's such tight quarters because the Patriots are thinking the pass is coming here or Marshawn Lynch is coming here. Everybody has crowded the box and everybody is taught to have their hands up. And so that makes that pass even tougher. But you're thinking worst case scenario, the ball gets knocked down. But I remember I'm right behind the goal, right by the goalpost. And I just stared at Marshawn Lynch because I thought I'm going to get a great angle of Marshawn Lynch coming in for this touchdown. So I've got my eyes on Marshawn Lynch and all of a sudden I realize he doesn't, he's not going to get the ball. And then Russ throws, I go, no. And then all of a sudden you just this eruption there in the stadium. And I, and I realized that Malcolm Butler just won the Super Bowl for the Patriots. More phone calls coming up. Ooh, guess who is going to be watching the NBA finals tonight? It's not a person. I'll have that for you coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Eat it, Greeny. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All righty, more phone calls coming up. Nick Foles, top of the hour, Robert Ory. It'd be fun to reconnect there with Robert Ory. I got a chance to be around a few of those uh, title teams. Big shot bomb. China is going to televise Game 5 of the NBA Finals. First broadcast in the country in more than a year, this according to Brian Windhorse of the Mothership. Why now? One game left. Yes, Todd? How come they didn't show more of them? Why would you just show one game? You should start from the very beginning. Oh, uh, little Daryl Morey. A little. Yeah. But it fit there. No, no, it didn't. It didn't? No. no. Yeah, we haven't heard much about that since uh, the NBA. The China said, we're not going to broadcast your games and costing the NBA a few billion dollars there. So yeah. Are things okay now? now I don't know. I don't, everybody's back in business. I don't know what happened. It's like, uh, you know what? We got to let you watch LeBron win another title here. You know, I go back to Kim Jong-un and that he was fascinated with the Bulls. Fascinated. He would doodle when he was in school. He would draw pictures of uh, Michael Jordan. So, And then he had the opportunity to meet Dennis Rodman. Like, he'd be watching these VCRs that he would get. So I don't know if there's somebody in China that's like a huge LeBron James fan that we're going to find out. But Kim Jong-un of North Korea, he loved him some Chicago Bulls. Yeah, Paul. The only thing I'm wondering here is I wonder if the league in China did this at the very last minute to avoid it being a topic the past couple of weeks. And if the, if the Lakers were going to sweep and it was going to game four, all of a sudden China would have signed up to get game four of the NBA Finals. Yeah. Right? There I guess. To, there's always something to things like this. This from uh, Judy Batista. Judy's with the NFL Network. Yeah, NFL.com, NFL Network. Reminding that depending on circumstances, the NFL has indicated it will not postpone a game for a single positive test. Much will depend on test results for others, what contact tracing shows about close contact, etc. Yeah, this based off the Jets, one positive test, everybody has been sent home. And here are the Cardinals not sure if they're going to be traveling to New York to face the Jets. Update the poll results, McLovin. Okay, uh, hour one and two was if you're in L.A., uh, which title would you take, the Dodgers or the Lakers? 84% Dodgers. Uh, we have a hour three poll that I could give you now. It's up on Dampatria.com, or we can save it. What would you like? Well, if it's already up there, you okay. guys will tell me. Uh, it's a Pauly special. Whose career would you want? An hour three guess. Nick Foles or Robert Ory? Robert Ory is part of seven rings and you know made a lot of big shots. Mm. Nick Foles only has one ring, but he did it against Tom Brady. He's a, a quarterback, and he's a Super Bowl MVP. Robert Ory was never MVP, I don't think, of any finals. No. So it's a very apples and oranges. Mm. And it might be which sport you prefer as well. Well, if I said you could have Steve Kerr's playing career or Nick Foles' career. Didn't Kerr win five or six rings? But it would help if Steve Kerr was joining us today. <laughs> I mean. Therefore. Yeah. So, Todd, if you had Steve Kerr, then I would have better. asked. I would ask that question it's instead. understandable. But don't, don't you take the seven rings? It's not like Robert Orton. Well, let's go around the room here. 
Todd, you're going to take Robert Ori over Nick Foles. Yeah, he, only because he wasn't just along for the ride. He wasn't some backup that only played a couple of minutes and didn't deserve any of the rings. He played a big part of those championships. So All right. He deserved those seven rings. All right. Well, nobody said he didn't deserve it. No, but I'm saying I don't know how you could not take the seven rings over one Super Bowl MVP unless you had like almost no role. You were just a backup and you just happened to be on the roster and they handed you seven rings that you didn't really do anything. For yes, it. McLovin. I take Nick Foles because the quarterback is he's a quarterback. You know, it's the most important position. Yeah. Seton O'Connor. I'm going Robert Ori because there's, there's something to be said about like, and maybe it's because growing up, I spent more time shooting around, imagining you're in those moments, yeah. but rising to that moment and hitting it, having the name like Big Shot Bob, you know, I, I think there's something really special in that. Paulie? This is close for me, but I'm taking Robert Ori because where he did it. Three of those rings were with the Lakers, mm. and that will give him Laker immortality. Not, you know, Kobe Bryant immortality, but like the next tier. I would take Robert Ory. I understand what McLovin is saying, that you're going to do it. You go head-to-head with the defensive genius, Bill Belichick, and they couldn't stop you. You go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady. You catch a touchdown pass. It's close, but I would take Ory because it's, it's still seven titles. He can tell seven different stories. Nick Foles can only tell one story. Yes, McLovin. But Nick Foles has a statue in Philadelphia. Yeah, but uh, I don't understand. Which is very weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they shipped him out of town, but they kept a statue. That's weird. He doesn't have one in Jacksonville. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to have one in Chicago either, but we can ask him about that statue in Philadelphia. He'll join us coming up in about 10 minutes from now. And Robert Ory will join us in about a uh, half hour from now. Busy final hour on this Meet Friday. Got to keep everybody away from the Traeger grill. Everybody keeps sneaking out there. Caught Paulie, and I get, Paulie, what are you doing? McLovin a couple of weeks ago. We eat at the same time. We're family here. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.